Hey you guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode and if you haven't already then give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome and today we're going to be talking about when you want to quit your game and As a disclaimer, I just want to throw this out there because I wrote this script quite a long time ago for my YouTube channel, and just for the sake of being open and honest and transparent with you guys, uh, this episode is talking about when you feel like you want to quit your main project, and a lot of the points that I'm going to be talking about in this episode are should you or should you not be starting a second project and things like that, and my feelings on a lot of this stuff have not changed. However, obviously nothing is concrete because even my situation has changed. I am now working on a second project that is a lot smaller than my Metroidvania project that I thought was going to take me years and years to complete. So for mostly financial reasons, I started a smaller second project to hopefully get a little bit of money flowing in. But this episode is really focused on the topic of emotionally what you want to do when you want to quit your game. And this has just been my advice and my experience, but I did want to throw this out there for the sake of transparency. All right, so let's dive right into it. So as video game creators, we have to be extremely disciplined with ourselves in order to achieve our goals and create the things that we want to create, our games, right? And if you've been in this industry in any capacity, whether it's hobby or part-time, full-time, then you've probably already experienced the temptation to quit your main project and either start over or just start a new project altogether. So my name is Brandon, and I've quit many, many small projects in the past, and now I am working on an ambitious commercial Metroidvania and a shorter commercial roguelike. So I have a little bit of experience in the area of wanting to quit projects, and I just kind of want to share with you guys what has helped me to push through and continue working on my games, even when the temptation can constantly be there to want to switch projects or take long breaks from projects. So let's talk about whether or not your project is the right fit for you. I think the best place to start is to really just ask the big question right out of the gate. Is this the right game to be working on right now for you in your current circumstance? We need to figure out the answer to that question before we can really move forward because there is nothing wrong with deciding I went down the wrong path, I chose the wrong game, and I need to pivot in a better direction. And Thin Matrix is a great example of this. And if you don't know who he is, he is an amazing game developer and he's currently working on a farming simulator game called Homegrown. His YouTube videos are really inspiring to watch. He's one of the original people that I've been watching for a really, really long time and his content is what inspired me to want to be a game developer in many ways. And I've been watching him since his early Equilinox days when he pretty much posted weekly devlogs, at least to my memory. He was very, very consistent and a very hardworking guy. And then after releasing Equilinox, he started working on a city builder game. And I don't remember what the name of it was, but I think he worked on it for just about two years. And during those two years, he uploaded to his YouTube channel a lot less often. His devlogs didn't really feel quite as energetic or excited as his older ones did with Equilinox, and at least it didn't feel that way to me. And ultimately, after working really hard on the game for two years, he ended up quitting that project. And he just explained that he'd bit off more than he could chew, and he made a business decision to pause that project and start a brand new game called Homegrown, his current project. Now, the reason I bring this up is just to point out and validate that there are very, very, very valid reasons to quit your game. 
uh, before my Metroidvania, I was trying to create another roguelike game because I thought that it was a practical thing to do and that it would be easier to make a roguelike. And that at the time was not the right project for me. Because making games is an art, it can be really difficult to take a step back and see the entire picture because there are so many factors and emotions to consider. And for that reason, I find it can be really extremely helpful to think of your project as a business that you're building instead of a game that you're making. If you were an entrepreneur, which you are, by the way, if you're trying to make money making games, just as you're also an artist, right? But if you were an entrepreneur trying to start your own chain of bakeries, for example, if you realized that you hate being in the baking business, then it might make sense to pivot or change businesses. And just for me, like you can count the number of decades you get in this life on one or two hands. So we don't want to be building things that we don't enjoy building, right? That's just a waste of our time. So your first job is to sit down and to figure out why do I want to quit? If the reason is because this game just feels wrong to you or you didn't fully know what you were getting into and you're out of your depth or anything like that, quitting is okay. You are allowed to quit your game. But with that being said, this episode is about helping you to move forward and not quit even when you really want to. You may have dozens of reasons that make you want to quit your game, but that doesn't always necessarily mean that they're the best reasons to quit your game. You might really hate your game right now, and I've talked about this before, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a good fit for you, because sometimes hating your game is a part of the development process. You might just be at a really boring or frustrating part of your development cycle, and you just need to work through that. So how can you tell the difference? How can you tell if your game just isn't a good fit for you, or you're just frustrated and that's just a little part that you need to work through right now? Well, I have two things that you can try to help you figure that out. One has to do with how you feel, and one has to do with your past experiences. So first, try to really see your project in your mind, completed, see it in your mind. You've mentally obsessed about your game a thousand times before, so try to zoom out as much as you can and get a good feel for what your game is. Imagine your trailer, imagine your Steam page, and imagine people playing it and really just loving it and getting lost in this world that you created for them. Now, how does that make you feel? There should definitely be some excitement somewhere in the mix of emotions. Ignore the doubt, the fear, the nervousness, or any lack of faith in your own abilities. That's natural, depending on (laughs) your experience level, but doesn't necessarily have anything to do with whether or not the game is a good fit for you. If your game is a good fit for you, then imagining the final project should make you feel excited, like you would want to play that game because it sounds so fucking cool. If there's no excitement, you might want to dig into that a little bit because maybe it's possible you talked yourself into a project based on convenience or maybe because it just felt more doable or something along those lines. I've definitely been there before. Now, the second thing you can try is look at which projects inspired you to start your game in the first place. We all get inspired by art and then we want to make something similar. That's very, very common, but with our own personal flair, right? That's just part of the human condition. You see something that you love and you think, shit, I want to make something like that. What games inspired your game idea? How did you feel when you played those games for the first time? My game, Veil of Maya, is mostly inspired by Hollow Knight. There's lots of other games in the mix, but Hollow Knight was always a very, very special game for me. I've never played a game that felt so magical before. It was just such a joy to play, especially for the first time. It was weird and difficult and frustrating, and I got lost, and I found my way, and I died to Nightmare King Grimm at least 60 times before I finally beat him. 
And that game felt like a journey I went on as a player, and I was inspired to create something that hopefully makes people feel the same things that I felt when I played Hollow Knight for the first time. I hope that makes sense. It can be really easy to get mentally caught up in the dream of money and fame and game dev glory and all that stuff, but this is an artistic medium, and art is really meant to make people feel things. You, as the creator of your game, should feel inspiring things about the project you're working on. And if you don't, then it might be time to maybe just reevaluate what it is that you're working on. But with that being said, let's move on to the next section where, okay, we've determined that yes, we want to continue working on our game, it's a good fit, but we're having difficulty with the thought and temptation of wanting to quit and start new projects because we're bored or frustrated or unmotivated or some other reason. I see a lot of developers asking what they should do in this situation. Should they take a break? Should they start a second project on the side? And really when I say this, what I hear is, I want to finish my game, I love my game, but I don't enjoy how I feel when I'm working on it. And we're looking to alleviate some of those shitty feelings. So that's what we're talking about now, okay? So I will give you my honest opinions, but ultimately you know yourself better than anyone else and you need to decide what's right for you always, not just me, some random guy on the internet, right? But with that being said, let's answer the question, should I take a break from my project? I'm going to say yes, but not really. And what I mean is, sure, take a small break. And I mean small, really small. Take a couple of days off or a week if you need it, but not more than that, ideally. We humans are creatures of habit, and you can get out of good habits very, very, very easily. And if you're working on your game every day, then that's amazing. You are doing a better job than 95% of developers out there already, and we definitely don't want to lose that habit or that momentum you've got going. However, when you're stressed and frustrated, you just don't perform as well. So yes, if you need some R&R, take it, and take it knowing you're going to come back to your project refreshed and ready to kick some ass. Should you start a second project on the side? That depends, but probably not, and here's why. The start of a new project is always the most fun part of a project, every time, at least when it comes to making games. So things come together very quickly in the early stages, everything's very manageable and it's going to make you feel very competent and very, very efficient. You get a lot of dopamine from new projects because of how quickly everything comes together in the early stages. You're just putting the building blocks of your game together. This does not always happen in bigger, more ambitious or more serious projects that you've been working on for a long time. You might be in an experimental stage and end up not using what you worked really hard on because it doesn't fit your game. You might do optimizations where you're putting in all this work that doesn't actually change anything on the surface of the game in terms of like new content. You'll work hard on a mechanic for weeks and then it'll get torn to shreds by playtesters. This is part of the process. I would not call it a fun part of the process, but it is necessary if you want your game to be as good as you see it in your head. So what I would say is no, in this case, don't work on a totally separate project, but what I would say is have something on the side that keeps you learning more and more. For example, when I was just adding a lot of content into my game, more mechanics, more abilities, things like that, it was very programming heavy, but I was dying to know shader graph better. I wanted to learn all about shaders and how to create them, yet my commercial project was in a very code heavy stage at that moment. So I didn't have a lot of excuses to work on shaders in my project at that time. So I watched tutorials and tried little experiments outside of my work time so that I learned the things I wanted to learn, but I wasn't so distracted by it that it disrupted my work time. Making games is hard. It's so hard 
Don't make it even harder on yourself by adding distractions into your workday. If you have a goal and a dream, we want to always be working towards those things, not creating distractions for ourselves along the way. All right, let's talk about task switching. And the beautiful thing about making games is there's literally a million things to do. This can be a good thing and a bad thing. If you are resisting working on a particular part of your game, or you really hate that part of your game, and it's making you want to quit, then you can just switch tasks for a little while. You have art and animations, programming, level design, enemy design, sound, music, marketing, social media management, website maintenance, and you know, the list goes on and on. Pick something else. You don't need to quit your game or start a second game if just emotionally you're wanting to quit your game because you hate what you're working on. Just switch tasks and come back to the one you really hate when you're in a better headspace to handle it. I do this all the time with our games. I'll break down my one main task, like creating a new player ability into 20 or 30 micro tasks, and I won't lie, all the ones I really don't want to do, I put them right at the bottom of the list so that I do them last. Is that a good idea? I don't really know, but personally, I find it helpful and more motivating to have completed, you know, 27 of 30 tasks, and then I really just got to get through the three things that I really hate, but then I'll be done. I'll be done that mechanic. Having all the other stuff done for me makes it easier to stay motivated. All right, and let's talk about dealing with the overwhelm head on. Okay, so for me, when I really start having negative thoughts and feelings about my game, that's when I start to feel too overwhelmed. Maybe I'm looking at the whole big picture of everything that needs to get done. Like, I'm not happy with my jump physics. That needs tweaking, and I need to optimize this system because it's too slow, and my map system is broken ever since I created my new area, so I need to fix that, and I have this weird physics bug over here, and I have 400 to-do items in my trailer list, and blah, blah, blah. You get it. It's just too much. Sometimes this can be a mindset thing where you just have to have some mental discipline and focus on the task at hand, but sometimes the overwhelm is there because you've avoided too many things that you didn't want to tackle, and now the combination of all of those things that you didn't want to work on has to be done, and it's stressing you out. So then our job becomes, what can I do to make this seem less overwhelming? Maybe you can program a tool for yourself to make a certain task easier. Maybe you have to refactor some things, or rewrite some old code and improve it, or fix some bugs that you've known about for months. If addressing any of these issues will reduce your overwhelm, it'll reduce your stress, then you're doing yourself a favor, a big favor, by tackling them. There's nothing wrong with starting a second project or quitting a game for the right reasons. I'll be the first to admit that working on a second game has been a great decision for our studio and is a great option in the right circumstances, but if you want to quit and you know this is the game that you want to create, you absolutely can get through it, and I hope this episode helps you to keep going. That's all I got for you guys today. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now because it really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much. Bye.